What's up, everybody? How you doing? How's your mom and them? How's everything going at work? You good? Good. Good to see you. Good to see you. My goodness gracious. Time is a flying by. You know, I went to college years and years and years and years ago. I went to the University of Missouri. And one of my favorite things about college, you know, I say I, I went to the University of Missouri, but I didn't go. See, I, I went to college, but I didn't go to college. I kind of stopped going to classes after a while. But that's that's a different story for a different day, different podcast. But one of my favorite things about going to Mizzou is that uh, Mizzou was about an hour and a half, two hours away from from St. Louis. And when I would go home to visit on a weekend, I would drive back to Mizzou that Sunday night. And I just remember the nights where it was a little bit crisp outside, but it was it felt good to, you know, because I needed to stay awake for the drive home. So I'd roll the windows down a bit and let that crisp air in and just felt really good. And I fell in love with quiet. It was called quiet storm music, like R and B. And cause I love rock and roll and we all made, made our mixtapes and we all have our, you know, popular songs, you know, our favorite songs, whatever different styles. But, you know, I always made sure to have one or two quiet storm songs on my mixtape, you know, and only I knew where they were. And if you promise not to tell anybody, I'll play for you one of those tracks because this one just takes me back. It's by the group uh, DeBarge. You can't be wondering where you belong. Let me help. Do you need anybody else? Mm-mm. Where should you be? I do my own choreography in my Ford Maverick. Mm. Now you got to promise you're not tell anybody that uh, that is my jam. And uh, yeah, so. I feel like we've connected at a deeper level and I think we're going to connect at a deeper level on this podcast with a grand old friend of mine has uh, decided to drive all the way from Kokomo, Indiana to join us on, uh, on the show today. So, uh, it's Mr. John Branion. That's right. Of three little pigs fame. And he's been one of the best friends I've ever had in my life, especially in comedy. He he's helped me become a better writer, better performer. And I'm just thrilled to have him come hang out with us. So uh, just sit there, back, sit there, back, back, sit there. And uh, let's jam it out. Let's rock it out to another edition of the Tim Hawkins Podcast. Yeah, baby. All right, no posting or passing notes in class, kids. <laughs> so not funny. Um. So, guys, I want to play something for you, and I want to tell, I want you to tell me what you think is uh, interesting about this, okay? Are you done stirring your electrolyte drink, sweetie? I'm never done stirring. All right. This little song called Biblical Love. You didn't know you'd fall so hard when your feet left the ground. Gravity don't make no sense when I'm around 
don't come up against yourself when demons in your head get loud i am here to help you and i'll turn them down you may be wondering where you'd be if i never met you and you never found me you'll never see so won't you give me your life for the rest of your life i want to have it all with you i want to have it all with you anything strike you different about that song at all thoughts what do you mean what, what does it make you feel pretty not it's good i think pretty generic yeah i don't know it wasn't bad i liked it yeah this song was completely computer generated. Whoa. Voice, music, everything. Computer generated. It's not by it's a It's not person. a real person. Wait, seriously? Yep. Well. It's all it's all digital. If you ever go to Just like this algorithm. Exactly. Yeah, we're not real. Let me let you know something else. <laughs> Surprise. Isn't that wild? Weird. The times we're living in, huh? Wow. What you what, think? What Wait, do we so need people for? Did they just like press a button and that song happened? I have no idea. But I'm not surprised. Are you surprised? Is it a Christian song? Yeah. Biblical love, it's called. Wow. I want to give my life to you. That's the thing with the voice. I was <laughs> Your like, life is such a thing, you Jew. You know what I was guy. thinking in my mind, too? I was like, don't be so critical, Liv. Like... Right. Got to be loving this towards people, <laughs> gotta be loving but he's not this, even a person. And then I was thinking, if I was on American Idol and he was singing, I'd be like, "You got a strong voice," because I'd be overlooking the pitches. Yeah, but it's not even a person, right? I feel That's so crazy. You know what's really crazy though that Weird. I do like I, I like with Siri and Alexa, I actually don't want to hurt their feelings. Sometimes I don't like when people will talk, yeah, mean to Siri. I'm like, ooh, that's like. I know it's not a person, You'll but it's still mean to your own daughter, but you won't talk mean to Siri. Well, I know my daughter. <laughs> I know what she's capable of. <laughs> I know the darkness in her heart. Uh, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking yeah. of darkness in the heart, John Branion's on the show, everybody. And uh, old friend, old friend. <laughs> that's still the animatronic voice. I would give my life. I, 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 Especially appreciated the lyric when uh, gravity makes no sense when I'm around you. Yeah, that didn't make sense. Yeah, but that's part of the course, don't you think? I and thought in it the was beginning, an artsy it take. talked about like hitting the ground, but then it talked about floating. Mm-hmm. So I was confused. Well, he was also, it was very much, I want to give my, it was very like uh, um, introverted, like a narcissistic song. Yeah. This uh, is what I'm going to do for you. Yeah. Like, I want to give my I'm life to you because that's what's life. so great about me it sounds is that like, I can give my life to other people. It sounds like it sounds like a worship song. Yeah, yeah. it does. That's like that's how people sad. write worship songs. Actually, I lied to you. That was an actual guy. Oh, here right now. Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> um, here he is. Yeah, it's that that's it's horrible. Hmm. That's just so that yeah. Well, what is it horrible because it was a computer that no, did it? No, not at all. We don't know. Or is it horrible because it's very close to what an actual person would do? Exactly. Is that why yeah. it's horrible? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I want to feel the light in me <laughs> and rise above this ground that I'm gravitated to. Without gravity, because it confuses me. <laughs> this is I don't know why gravity works, but it's working on me. 
It's pulling me down and I don't want to be pulled down. Right? That's better <laughs> yeah. than what that that was. Did you write this song? That no. Just made that up. That was Al Go Rhythm. <laughs> right. Uh but uh you know, and John, this is now when we do our podcast with people and we don't we're not going to do an interview or like this is not about Thank heavens. You don't center around. Mm. You're just one of the gang. And what? I just have a question. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, so I know that a few years ago, you know, the whole scandal came out. Um, what scandal? You know, you and the women. live different John. <laughs> it's John oh. Branion. My bad. <laughs> Let's just address the elephant in the room. I'm just because I'm sitting so close. Get your John straight, <laughs> <laughs> honey. We talked about this. That's fantastic. So he just destroyed two careers. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> this John is not that John or one of those. My yeah, bad. I am. Uh, I'm pretty tight with the Hawkins family. Yeah. What dark secrets are you hiding, John Branion? What's the uh, what's the? Don't I you, actually I, wrote that song that you just. Played. <laughs> <laughs> I, I welled up with tears. Yeah, we're, so we're not going to do an interview. We're just going to expose all of my dark secrets. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but it is great to have you, my friend. I've been on this podcast before, not this podcast, but this is yeah, this is where potty break used to be. Yes, right? you're foundational. Mm-hmm. You're like yeah, space. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, it's like um, it's like we're back in the old neighborhood. And the old friend shows up and, hey, let's grab the wiffle ball, grab yeah. the bat, let's play like we like old times. Mm-hmm. Same rules. I brought my wiffle ball. But, John, now you have um, a fantastic podcast in your own right that you've been doing for four years, right? Yep, almost five. And you need to Dang. check that out. Let me, before I forget, let me, let me, uh, so tell us about how people can get to that before uh, we move on. The easiest place is from my website at johnbranion.com. johnbranion.com and it's called The Comedian Next Door. The Comedian Next Door. All right. Now, and you're uh you do that with uh Mandy, your yep. daughter, who's brilliant. And various other people too, but Mandy usually is my sidekick and people she, insist that she's there now. It's it's really her podcast and she just lets me tag along. Right. Now what that's that's uh, how does that developed? How has that changed uh, when it, from when it started to what it is now? What do you feel like it's kind of in So this stride? is an interview? Mm-hmm. Huh? This is kind, of, it kind of feels like an interview. I'm just wondering. Why don't you why don't you drink your electric? You did. You I'm already done. finished all of your electrolytes. No we'll get honey, we'll get to the so women company. soon, okay? I'm just wondering. <laughs> You're right. Let's not go there. Let's not. <laughs> Livy's like, "Woo! I'm chock full of electrolytes. Let's no, I want to know. I'm well, father, dad. Well, let's. I'm just okay, being rude. enough of that. No, you, we'll let we'll let it we'll no, let it come. That was a good question. I, I'll teach it. No, it's a terrible question. No. Can you give us some advice? Just give us some. What makes a good for a good podcast? What <laughs> What makes for a good podcast, sir? Uh, actually, what makes for the best podcasts is is the most real conversations. That okay. was the thing that uh, we talked about. Did you hear that, Libby? A few years ago. What? Material conversations. We get should off get your into phone. the conversation. <laughs> we we had, need uh, you. Sorry. You know, the, the idea as a comedian, you feel like you want to be you want to be funny every few seconds. Mm. It's like, okay, yeah. we haven't we haven't had a bit yet. We haven't done a joke. Oh, let's do this. 
And uh, my daughter was actually the one who said, yeah, you mm. need to calm down because people want to hear the behind the scenes stuff. They want to hear conversations like you're sitting at the kitchen table. Mm. And so they can hear your stuff on stage, but stop trying to be entertaining. Well, let's give him that one of those conversations from the kitchen table that oh. I just reprimanded Luke for. Mm-hmm. He came, wow. you guys were talking about food and I was like, shut it, save it for the podcast. They were talking about. <laughs> Cotton candy grapes. Yep. Cotton candy grapes. This is something that just came to my attention last year. Grapes that taste like cotton candy. They're like 12 bucks for a pound. Right. Yeah. yeah. And they are like cotton candy. But what's your point? What's was, the point? Well, like, I don't necessarily want to eat cotton candy every day. Does it make my tum-tum hurt? But if I <laughs> ate just grapes that tasted like cotton candy, that would be ideal. And then we were talking then we were talking about well, why don't they make bad foods? Like broccoli tastes like good foods. That was kind of the gist. Right. But we, I think that the point that we have to explore a little bit <gasps> is that cotton candy is not really a flavor that people are asking for like regularly. It, yeah. Right? Cotton Adults. Candy, oh, I wish this tastes like cotton candy. I mean, a grape is already delicious. Right. Bubble Why do you need broccoli. to up the grape? Just go eat cotton candy. Exactly. Right? Why, why not, Luke? Why would you not just eat cotton candy? <laughs> well, because I don't really like the texture of cotton candy. I think the texture is bad. It just—it's not really a food, right? It's not—you don't really eat it. It just kind of like goes. Well, in it's your straight mouth. sugar, isn't it? That's well, just spun sugar. Like I like—I like, I like grapes. But I like cotton candy. So you mix the two, it, it's good. Mm-hmm. But a cotton candy. How exactly are they mixing them? Like. How are they becoming cotton candy grapes? I don't understand that. You breed cotton candy and grapes. Mm-hmm. How? Well, if when when a cotton candy likes a grape. <laughs> I love the way Luke is going to go ahead and answer that question as if he has any idea. Go, well, you can see the fear in his eyes. Like, what am I married to? But he didn't even slow down. He's like, well, okay, here we go. As soon as when Liv asked me a question about anything. That I- is so marriage. That is so just like go with the flow. Okay, we're crazy now. Let's go through the crazy forest. How did they become Ooh. the same thing? Well, let me tell you, Libby. You don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Luke's I like, I make $90,000 a year, and now I have to explain how <laughs> cotton candy and grapes mate. Okay. He couldn't even explain why he eats them. So... <laughs> There's no way he's going to be able to I explain eat how they're because they taste good. Luke, get in the corner. <laughs> this, yeah, is that how you punish Luke? Just send him to the corner. No, I just don't talk to him for. There a week. <laughs> <laughs> that is how she punishes me. The whole world she just becomes- ceases to exist. To really, me. she shuns you. Do you punish her in any ways? What? How? How does Libby? Uh, she shakes her head. No. No. <laughs> no. I, it's impossible. No, you do. Why? You'll talk, he talks about uh-huh. money. Oh, yeah. If That's, I just talk about oh, yeah, money okay. or that boring stuff or You don't do the rule interest. of thumb? You don't, or he'll be you don't like, get the switch? What do you think you want <laughs> to do when you're older? I'm like, oh, geez, we have to talk about this? <laughs> what have I done to upset you? <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> so boring you he'll is like, like punishment. So like, what do you, what's like your five-year plan? I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, get away from just me, creep. Kill me. Where do you see yourself? <laughs> I was like, I could be dead tomorrow. I don't know. That's true. Gosh, that is torture, actually. Yeah. Let's play a game or something. So you, you would rather <laughs> talk about being dead than discuss yes. where you're going to be five years from now. 100%. Liv would rather me ask, how do you want to die than yeah. that? 
Well, let's talk about I that. Actually have How thoughts. do you want your funeral to play out? Okay, so thank you for asking because I have a lot of <laughs> Dude, ways that prepped. I want this to happen. Okay, so one of the ways is that when my body is dead, I want to be like shot down like a slipping slide and then like oh. be shot into my grave. Just your body? Like a ramp, like yeah, dead like corpse <laughs> down the hill. <laughs> Zoomed into the six foot grave, and then you might have to do it a few times so my body will be a little right. bit like wait, cut, cut, <laughs> we missed before you get the right, you know, start her a little bit farther she down the slide. She way enough. overshot. <laughs> she went yeah, she's in the woods. Yeah. So that's one way. And then another way, well, this is what I'm thinking. <laughs> Could you imagine like being a kid on your bike and this dead body just flies over you? Flies over. And they're out in the in the tall grass and this where found her. Yeah. Here she is. Here she is. <laughs> um, another way is when I'm like 80 to 90, I wanna like go out into space because by that time, like if the spaceship blows up, that's okay. Cause I'll die. Like I'm going to die anyways. It'd be like William Shatner. Yeah. So then I go up into space and then I just want to be like released like <laughs> into the abyss. When you're still alive. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely. She wants to die alone in space. Yeah. I do. I Dude, just want to like, be the first person to just be like released into space. And like, I find out what a black hole is, but I die knowing with that information and no one ever knows except for me. So you're, you're dead, you're dead, cold body conking up against a satellite. Conk. It'd be kind of cool. Yeah. And yeah. I'd be like 80 or 90. I don't think your body would decay out there, right? No, mm -hmm. I'd be so cold. Be like a, yeah. So another way would be <laughs> that you just like dump me into the ocean. Yeah. And then I'll just sink and I'll preserve down there. And, but like oh, set up a scene down there. Preserve. Like you'll die. Sh 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 where it's cold. No, no, or no. Maybe it's one of the lakes. You'll get eaten. What's the lake that gets really cold? One of the oh, great like lakes. Uh, every lake? Yeah, yeah one of the, cold. like, Lake Michigan. It's you really cold. So there's a point where yeah. it's, like, your body won't decay. So, like, you set oh. up, like, a table and, like, some chairs, and you just, like, sit <laughs> me up down there and, like, give me, like, a teacup or something. I don't think you would decay in, like, the uh, the Red Sea. Isn't that the salty one? I don't know. No, that's the... One of the ones where, like, if someone's dead, dying, dead, dead I'm still, one. like, Rhymes. a person. I'm not bones. Do you know what I mean? Right. And then it freaks them out because they think I'm alive, but I'm dead. Yeah. So, so else? everybody, everybody, <laughs> I think you got enough for everybody. Thank you. That was more than I was expecting, actually. <laughs> but, but John, I was going to, I'm not going to ask you how you want to die or anything, but what would be punishment for you? What is just, why, why like you're, you're having a good day, but this happens and you're just like, I'm in H-E double hell. You, you mean a punishment that someone would intentionally do to me? No, just something, something where you feel like this is punishment. This oh. is, for me, it would be like. Like in a Michaels or a mm. or a home home goods. Yeah, okay. Like Hobby yeah. Lobby? Yeah. Or, or yeah. Michaels. Yeah, like a Hobby Lobby or like Cloth World. Like Hobby Lobby in where they're like cutting linen. Yeah, fabrics. Horrible. And you have to wait in line. Like Joanne. Fabric store is, is complete the abyss to me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I hear but, what you're saying. But it, it, anything like like any situation where you're just like too many people around or uh I'm not a crowd guy. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's. Is that what they say in shows? <laughs> okay, if you can see how he's sitting right now, though, the way he's sitting, he's like very like. His hands are like together. He like I'm looks afraid. like a little child. Like well, it's it too short. It's a, here, come closer. Come closer. Gonna... He has like really good well, it, posture. It, it, that's the most believable thing I've ever seen. He's like, I'm I'm not a crowd guy. I'm not a crowd person. <laughs> I'm not a crowd. I don't like. I don't like lots people. of people. Come, I yeah, really bring don't. that chair closer. I well, if I do that, I have to move this microphone too. Oh, yeah, do it. Move it all. I'm, I'm I don't want. But then I won't. Why did we give him the bad mic? The bad headphones. Guys, I'm so sorry. Why? These guys. I told him that. I, didn't I said know we could that switch. They were bad. Being so given the worst headphones they're, is punishment to me. There, and that they're my punishment yeah, right now to me, too. I'm, I'm feeling. That was good, Luke. Thank you. Luke had a joke. I had a joke. No you guys all it. missed it. What's that? He said, I'm not a crowd guy. And I said, Is that what they say at your shows? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Give me something. Uh, <laughs> I John. just got a review. I just got a review from the Huckabee show that said not funny. Really? <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm kidding. It's a joke. You got to find that person and prove. Uh, and no, prove I it. love it. I love those. We're, 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 we've told a few jokes in our lives. Hey, John, do you ever get that? You, you get that people, you meet them, you tell them you're a comedian. Tell me a joke. Mm-hmm. I never. I usually don't tell people I'm a comedian. Where are you going? Unless it's absolutely. Cold yellow? Forced. Forced out of me. Do you have any jokes in the in the till, like ready to go? I do. Have do you have jokes any that you can share with us right now? I think I've told my my favorite jokes. I've already told on the podcast <laughs> earlier. Please on, tell on them again. Podcast. We have so many new fans. Uh, okay. Well, the, I have I have a short to. version and a long yeah. version. The short okay. the short one is two sausages, two sausages in a <laughs> two sausages in a, in a pan. And the one sausage looks over at the other sausage and says, gosh, it's hot in here. And the other sausage just looks back and goes, ah, a talking sausage. Yes. All right. There you go, Luke. Luke wasn't impressed. No, I was. Not impressed. Yeah. You got it. Come on, man. But yeah, you have to have, I teach that in my comedy course that you should always have a joke ready to go. If you're a, that's true. Always you hear about the, you hear about the duck that went into, this is a long time ago, turn of the century duck walks into a, to send a telegram. He sends a telegram. The guy's like, yeah, Mr. Duck, what do you need? What do you want to say? He goes, uh, duck, 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 duck. Guys, okay, it looks like 10 ducks. Uh, you know, you get 11 for the same price. Duck goes, oh, that wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> Yes. Olivia come left. on. <laughs> Olivia's gone. Yes. She's not even going to come out of the bathroom. Now. All right. It is. It, it's, it's like, I think a lot of comedians can't tell a joke. I think, you, I, yeah, go. there's a lot I of pressure. We just Go demonstrated ahead. that. I have a joke. Norm. It's I'm, about how you tell it. <laughs> and I think we do better. At, I don't know. It's, it's, it's getting there. I think we're better. I think I, I have one. Someone asked. So it's like a not knock joke. Do, will you, will you start though? It's like, it is. Yeah. Will you start? Yeah. Knock, knock. Who's there? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I got, um, interrupting Michael, <laughs> interrupting <laughs> Michael Jackson. <laughs> interrupting Michael Jackson. Oh, I was saying an interrupting cow. Oh, yeah. Oh, My favorite is knock, knock. Who's there? Uh, control freak. This is the place where you say control freak who? Oh, control freak who? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
Oh, control freak who? You not right, get I just it? Got it. Just got it. He's a little slow. I'm not a joke guy, okay? I'm not a joke guy. I'm not a joke guy. I'm not a joke guy. I'm not a crowd guy. You're not a joke guy. Uh, I, I, one of my favorite jokes that John told me was the kid who was born just a head. <laughs> just a head. And he survived. He was just a head. No body. Just a head. Oh, I have a joke to tell you. And he's, he just rolls around and he's fine. He learns how to live his life. And it's his eighth birthday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're having a little party for him. Mom and dad has a huge party for him. And middle of the mom and dad was like, sweet, come to the bedroom. And we go, you know, just, just coming well, in Well, they here. get a phone call from the doctor. First. What? Right? They get a phone call from the doctor who says that we found a torso. How many comedians does it take to no. tell a joke? Or is that a different joke? It's different a different joke. joke. Okay, go ahead. So Sorry. they bring him they bring their headed boy into the bedroom. <laughs> they sit him on the bed and they go, Honey, I don't know, it's your eighth birthday. We just wanted to give you something special. He goes, Is it another hat? Good joke. <laughs> Wait, what's the torso one? What is the it's torso? A, it's, the same, it's the same punchline. Oh, it is. Yeah, where the doctors call and they say we've we've got a we located a torso so that we'll be able to attach that to your son and he'll oh, be a whole okay. person. And so they go, "You'll we've got the best gift for you for your eighth birthday." And he goes, "What is it? Another hat?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna try try a joke. I think you will like. I have these two. I don't okay. care. I've got another one. <laughs> Bafo Bafo the magician. Mm-hmm. So Bafo the magician, he's had his heyday, just just thousands and arenas and full, but his career is starting to go down. It's just not what it was. It's just the same bits and tricks just don't work anymore. And he's just playing the smaller clubs and just his life is just eroding and just becoming nothing. And he just he's at his wits end and he's doing one show one night at this tiny little club. It's half full. You got a few businessmen, you got half the Texas A&M football team just show up. They're just kind of sitting there and it's just the most depressing thing you could ever think of. And Bafo was just like, <sighs> all right. So he looks around and Bafo finds this little, uh, this, this baseball bat that was used like kind of a prop bat that brings it up <laughs> on stage. And he's like, all right, you, and he points to one of the A&M football players. You come up here, just come up here and I'm going to lean, lean over and you're going to hit me in the head as hard as you can, right in the side of the head with his bat. He's like, I'm not do I'm not hitting you with a bat. He goes, just trust me, just do it. Goes, I'm not doing it. Just do it. He goes, all right. So Bafo leans over and this guy takes the bat. Whack! Just whacks him on the side of the head, busts his head open. He's down, blood everywhere. He just, just instantly in a coma. They take him to the hospital. Three weeks, he's in the coma. He's got the tubes and everything just laying on, on his bed. And he's got a couple of loved ones around him and his manager and Stand, stand, stand there, and Bafo kind of starts <laughs> sniffing. He, he Bafo, he's and he comes out of it, and he's just, you know, just uh, he comes out, and like they're like, oh my god, Bafo, Bafo, he, he's awake. And the manager's like, oh my gosh, and Bafo, he, 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 you know, he guides him over to <laughs> tells his manager to come closer to him, and, and you know, he gives him a little water, and Bafo takes a sip of water. <laughs> Manager's like, I think it's everybody's quiet. I think Baffle wants to say something. Baffle goes, Ta da! Isn't that great? Ta da!
<laughs> anyway. All right. Man. So have you heard that one? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Uh, yeah, but he was actually in a coma for like 10 years. Okay, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Dang it. Comes out of a coma 10 years later and goes, ta-da. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so guy sitting in the office and he hears a voice go, sell your house. And he's looking around and he goes, what? And the voice goes, sell your house. So the guy... Uh, sells his house and as he's closing on the house the voice goes quit your job and move to vegas and he's like what quit your job and move to vegas the guy calls his boss and says i'm out of here and he moves to vegas packs up all of his packs all, of, all his belongings goes to vegas uh gets into vegas and as soon as he's driving down the strip the voice says take all your money and put it on the roulette wheel, red. <laughs> Take all your money, put it on roulette, red. So the guy takes all of his money that he got from selling his house, drops it on red on the roulette wheel. The roulette wheel goes around, and the ball drops onto black, and the voice goes, crap. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes. Oh man, Liv, you have a joke, right? Yeah. Mm. Um, it better be good. So it better top that last one. It's pretty good. You probably all know this one. So there is a, a boy, and he goes to the hospital, or a man <coughs> goes to the hospital, and something's wrong with him. And the doctor did X-rays on him, and all that. Did a few tests. Came back in. Do you know which one I'm telling? Anyways, no. Comes back in, and. He goes, the man goes, how bad is it, doc? And the doctor goes, it's pretty bad. He's like, oh, no. He's like, doctor, how long do I got? He goes, 10. He's like, what do you mean, 10, 10 years, 10 months, 10 days? What do you, nine. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's good. Thanks. Oh, where did you hear that joke? <laughs> good joke. Coach. Coach told you that? Yeah, yeah, Coach has got the good ones. He's the source. He does. Mm. Hear about the guy who's uh, he's at the bar. He looks down there. And there's this guy at the end of the bar. He has a huge orange head. <laughs> huge. You heard this one? I was gonna. This was gonna be my joke. Big but, uh, orange head. <laughs> and the guy was like, "Oh my gosh, I gotta talk to this dude." So he goes down the other day and talks to the guy. And, hey, dude. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, just uh, I don't know. I just. I want to know your story, man. What's up? He goes, oh, I know. Yeah. He goes, goes, well, I, (laughs) well, I found this lamp, you know, in my backyard and I, I were up and, you know, I just clean it off and this genie comes out and grants me three wishes. So I said, (laughs) at first, which wishes I just make me rich. So all of a sudden I'm rich. I'm just an instant billionaire of all the houses and Mm. Boats and yachts and cars and everything. It's just, I'm richer than I can possibly imagine. What was your second wish? And it's like, second wish, well, I just want to find true love. So immediately I found the woman of my dreams. She's everything I ever wanted and more. She loves me more than life itself. It's just, it's just amazing. He goes, 
what was your third wish? I was like, well, what the heck? Give me a big orange head. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's got everything else. What? Who cares? What else do I You got need? money and love. <laughs> I might as well have a big orange head. <laughs> I like that one. Anybody else? That's a good one. That that worked better than I thought. <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> of course, John, you're you're known for you don't want to be known for one bit, but three little pigs. Everybody go check that out. Better to be known for one bit than to be known for no bit. Well, you know, um what's cool about the John um, I was, experience. <laughs> John Branion, three little pigs bit is I was there when it happened, which was great when you were kind of developing it. Yes. And mm. it, which we go back a long ways. I remember when you first came up with it, you wrote the whole thing and then you said, you just tried a little bit of it one night and just kind of threw it out there and it worked wonderfully. I and didn't you were think just it was so excited. Really? Yeah. Mm. So isn't it so there's no that's probably why we do what we do is that feeling of a new thing that works do you guys you know? when you're writing it like when you're writing a new joke do you think like this is going to kill i think well, you let, never know well like with that bit with the three pigs and to break it down you got to go watch it on youtube or it's just shakespearean it's a shakespearean interpretation of of three, the three little, little pigs, classic tale, and I think I, w- I would guess when you were writing that you thought it was funny yourself. You made yourself laugh doing it, and how out out there it was. Yeah, I thought it was funny, but I didn't think anybody else was going to think it was funny. I thought mm. it was one of those things yeah. that was just going to be kind of for me. Because sometimes I really you do thought know. it was too long. I thought it was too convoluted. I thought it was going to be boring, and I I didn't think it was going to work. Well, the challenge there is with when you have a long seven-minute bit is, are you going to have enough laughs within it? Right. Was that kind of your, your thinking that? That's what I was worried about. I was worried that the punchline would be done after the first line, and then it wouldn't it wouldn't hang. But then you were starting, you got more after that. You're like, I'm, I'm on, okay. Because yeah. you did, what, a couple minutes of it? Yeah, first well, it, it, the, first, uh, the first night I did it, I just did the first line. I told myself, um, I'll just do, I have to do something new every night. And so it's all right tonight. I'm just going to do the first line from the three little pigs. They're going to look at me and, and not react. And then I'm going to move and on. And they did. I'm going to move and on. And there's no looking back. It was, well, they, they went bananas. They went like, and it shocked me. I wasn't prepared for it. I was prepared for it to it. get nothing. Well, you made it so, yes, it was old, the old English talk speak, but you made it the, the genius of it is that you can, you, you totally understand what you're talking about because they already know the context of the three little pick story. Right. So they're like the chinny chin chin and all, everything that goes in a huff and all puff parts and, and what their, their houses were made of. So it's just, right. You're, it's a journey bit. You're taking them on a total, I'm taking you on a trip, baby. But to Luke's question, do we know, do we know when it's going to work? No, we have good ideas. It's like, you're thinking if this doesn't work, then I don't know what comedy is. Hmm. Right. They're, I've, they're, well, I've never been so bold as to say that. <laughs> like, seriously, I mean, like, like I've had TikTok videos like, OK, if this doesn't do something, I don't know how this works. I will. And it won't work. But I still, you know, yeah. <laughs> but but sometimes, yeah, it, it, it works out just the way you think it will. But that's rare. That's rare. Usually what happens is you get the core idea of a joke. Like you'll have maybe four ideas. You mm-hmm. take the best of those four ideas, that core 
And if that works, you, it builds from that. Mm. You get tags and things and others, other things. The stuff that I'm the most confident in is the stuff that has come out of conversations that I've had with people, and we've been laughing while we're having the conversation. Mm. And there's a lot of that material yeah. where it's a conversation I've had with family or some of the stuff that we've had mm-hmm. you know, with other comics or whatever. Yeah. And you're just having a conversation about whatever's yeah. whatever. Yeah. Well, that's that's what I tell people doing comedy. It's like, be the person you are in the living room. Right. That's who you want want to because it's it's just a misconception you're going up you're trying to be somebody else you're mm-hmm. to do somebody else it's like why okay you make your friends laugh hysterically right why not be that same person right mm-hmm. it's so hard though it, it, it is it's it is so hard. hard to do it's it, it why is that hard to do though because it's a gift and some people just don't have the gift yeah. some, I mean, god decides who's going to be funny and who's not and <laughs> he does so yeah. 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 Well, I know. I'm sorry. That, I'm sorry to all these. Sounds like some Calvinist funny. nonsense. <laughs> well, I was telling, we were talking today too, and then it's like I, I feel like when I'm on stage now, that's when most of the writing happens, as opposed to mm-hmm. off the stage. Is that I feel like I'm comfortable enough now in what I've got that I can kind of be myself and just relax and not try to get to the next laugh or try not to kind of like what you said about podcasts. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't have to just rush to the next laugh. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. And panic. It's like stay in the moment. It's like. And that, that's when some of the most fun bits kind of come out. Well, there's, there's a people who are, uh, they just don't have the instincts. And we've talked, Tim and I have talked about this before, that there are some comics that you watch <laughs> them and you know that they're doing material. Mm. Right. Mm. You know that they're doing material. And then there's other comics that are also doing material, but it seems like a conversation. Mm. And it's like, okay, this guy's just talking off the top of his head. And that's what you're trying to get to. Mm. Yeah. If the audience knows that you're doing a bit, that is you're basically trying to sell them like the three little pigs is different. Cause I tell them, you know, this is a story. And so whatever, but it, it, if they think that you're, if they think you're trying to fool them, you're trying to hoodwink them into yeah. thinking that this is just uh, material <clears throat> yeah. and, uh, overacting, then they'll, it doesn't work. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and you have so many amazing analogies and things that you've taught me about, about performing and I'll never, forget and I still tell <clears throat> this this idea is that well you can take it a lot of different ways but the juggler you had a <laughs> you, you had a I, I don't want to be like the juggler comedian I don't want to be like I'm just putting one you know just showing you a trick or sleight of hand or fooling you like most jokes it's that's what it is you're just right telling something and you're fooling them you're tricking right. them you're surprising them at the end oh okay I get it <laughs> but there's a difference in telling doing stand-up where you're going to a different place. It's like they're connecting with you. Mm. You know, like when you when you go walk by a juggler in the in the in the park, you watch him for a few minutes. Oh, that's amazing. Let's go get a, a mm-hmm. funnel cake or something. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And you feel like in the back of your head, I could do that. If I spent 10 hours a day, I could probably do that. Right. But with a comic, sometimes you're like, I don't think I can do that. You know? I think it's, it's a different skill. I think it seems impossible to me. Like, yeah, same. It it seems like you go on stage. Like I'm fine with speaking in front of people, but to convey an overall message, but to make someone laugh, like I don't, that's way too much pressure. I don't think I can do it. It's impressive. I always think about it. Yeah. Well, you guys, all of you on the, in the Hawkins circle are funny people. So you could do it. It's just a matter of, it's like Tim says, you get up and, and you have to be yourself. If you're, if you're genuinely who you are, the audience will go with you. And if you have material, that's even better. But material matters less than being authentically who you are. Mm. And if you're authentically doing what you think is funny, 
then the audience will go with you as long yeah. as you're not completely mm. incompetent. Yeah. And if there's that stage comfort, if they know that you're okay with it, they, if you're comfortable, they'll feel more comfortable. Mm. They, Question. They can, you know. What if you are completely incompetent? <laughs> well, incompetent is people then who, what? who try. You can still it. make it. You can still make you a really good living. It. Yeah, you can still make a living. I Trick enough people. people. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know the difference between, like I was watching uh, Gary Goldman the other day, and I was showing video clips from from to my comedy class about his, uh, the thing where he talks about getting Mike and Ike's. Yeah. And, you know, getting we Mike talked about Ike. Mike and Ike's the other day. Yeah. I want my Mike's and or Ike's to tumble down a chute. I want to, I want to eat a, a filthy, dirty <laughs> chute that other children have, have. He's talking about their, those vending machines yeah, where you put your quarter in and yeah. you turn it oh, and right. then the, like the candy comes out just to right. the chute. Yeah. He says, I want to eat my, I want to eat my Mike and Ike's the same way a goat at a petting zoo would eat his Mike and Ike's. <laughs> And it's just an observation that's right there mm, in yeah. front of everybody. Yeah. But but people who have the gift can can go. Yes. Oh, here's a here's a shoot here, and here's a, shoot, a shoot there. there. And so I'm going to connect those two together, and everybody else goes, "Oh, that's right. There is a shoot mm. in both of those places." <laughs> that is disgusting. How we that live our lives. <laughs> how we eat candy. That's yeah. <laughs> but that's but it's just an observation. There's it's not. People go, well, where do you get material? You just live your life. And mm. material, material is conversations about why there are grapes that taste like cotton candy. That's the sort of thing that could be developed into a, into a bit. And it would be funny. Yeah. Can you develop it into a bit right now? As we speak? Well, we kind of did. Wow. Yeah, we can, yeah, we did a little bit. I guess. Well, it's, the, it's funny. What's the gist? The, the, the idea of the joke is, okay, grapes are already amazing. Why are we trying to improve them? Right. It's mm. like with Dr. Pepper. They're like cherry Dr. Pepper, vanilla Dr. Pepper. It's Dr. Pepper. It's the best thing ever. Why, why do you want to mess with that? And you can take it to the absurd level. Mm. You know. Right. Right. And well, and there's the, the emotional and psychological impact of those uh, is what makes a joke better or worse. It, what's gives it, it's what makes it important. And, and so yeah. you have to have passion when you're talking about it, whatever you're talking about, and the more ridiculous the concept, the more passionate you have to be about it. Mm. And so the comedian has to know whether he's thumbs up or thumbs down on a subject. So if we feel about, if we're going to talk about candy, uh, or we're going to talk about grapes that, that taste like cotton candy, are we, do we like them or do we not like them? And so that's our point of view. And yeah. once we know what our point of view is, if we like them as you do, Luke, well, then your point of view is, well, you said you did. I you love said them. You would rather, yeah. yeah, you would rather eat them. You would rather just eat cotton candy, but you can't eat cotton candy all the time. It, at least you're told that you can't eat cotton candy all the time. See, that's another thing. Like, <laughs> do we know for a fact that we can't live on cotton candy? <laughs> right. And no one's tested we're that just, theory. We're yeah. just right. taking that because yeah. somebody told us that, right? Yeah. Some medical expert somewhere said, oh, you can't eat cotton candy all the time. Well, Really? Yeah. Are we sure about that? <laughs> right. And then Has that makes tried that makes me think of the guy who does the uh the who ate McDonald's for a month. He ate right. McDonald's for a month and he gained 20 pounds. If you eat anything like that for a month, you're gonna gain yep. 20 pounds. Why McDonald's? Why just McDonald's? If you eat, you know, stroop waffles for 30 days straight, you're probably gonna get kind of a gut. Is that a thing? Yeah, stroop waffle. Oh yeah, they're so good. Stroop That's such a funny example that you used. Just the first thing that came because I would try like? that. That would be the one I would try. Do they so taste good. like grapes? Or are they? <laughs> no, it's like two. They, they well, two very thin, thin waffles, waffles with a thin layer of caramel in between. Ooh, they're amazing. They're amazing. It's like honey. It's like a waffle caramel to, cookie. Right. It's like 
uh, yeah, it's like a Dutch <laughs> thing. They're really good. But they're like they're not crunchy. They're like, like soft, Holland. but like squishy. Amsterdam. But it's and that's what we call breakfast food, right? So like good. two little waffles yeah, with caramel. Honestly, yeah. it's just it's a, this is what you eat for breakfast. Yeah. This isn't that's right. A, a it is crazy. Time. You can't yeah. have you can't have cereal. Just have some pancakes. <laughs> well, that's what we eat with syrup and butter and all, whipped all, cream on top. It's all sugar. Like everything we eat for breakfast is just yeah. different shapes of sugar. Yeah. And so sugar yeah, and that's what I would I would explore that. I would go yeah. First of all, why can't I eat cotton candy? Yeah, there was mm. this muffin the other day. Yeah. It was like eight hundred calories. Yeah, Costco for one muffins. Muffin. I know Costco muffins like, are like seven hundred fifty calories. It's my whole day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just, it is, it's a never ending series of connections that you could go in, in a million different directions. It's just choosing your direction. Like, cause I would think of balanced breakfast. Every, every, it was all part of a balanced breakfast. Every cereal that we do get, it would say part of a balanced breakfast. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a very small part of the balance. It's like, I, I look at this, exactly this is what right. a balanced That's breakfast so looks like. I have never had a balanced breakfast. I've had a million unbalanced breakfasts. It's just a, totally out of balance breakfast. It's a totally non Too much of one thing, nothing of, of another. Yeah. I mean, it's got like an orange juice, the milk, the bread, everything. And that's like, the balance. That was the balance. And then there's, and then there's Lucky Charms. It's, it's like, okay, you could take the Lucky Charms out and it's still, it's a, still a pretty balanced breakfast. breakfast. Yeah, yeah. Like, Mom, I have never had a balanced breakfast. You know that, right? It's not an essential part. Yeah, My yeah. balanced breakfast is five bowls of Lucky Charms. And that's it. Or just pour the yeah. milk in the bag. Yeah. Well, Genius. well, that's well, <laughs> well, that's. I was thinking another thing that makes funny things funnier is the more detail you put into yeah. it. Correct. Like yeah. you say, Lucky Charms bowl of Lucky Charms, not just a bowl of cereal, bowl of Lucky Charms. Yes. Or mm. like instead of saying hot dog, you say Oscar Mayer ballpark Frank. Right. Mm-hmm. That's just funnier because people are like, oh, I remember Oscar Mayer ballpark Franks. Right. Specific is always more funny. Specific than is, general. is funnier. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Because huh. it's it's more real. It's more authentic. It, you're not. The, the the fewer details you make them fill in for themselves, the better. You have to give them huh. to create this rich painting, and then yeah. you then you yeah. bring them into it. Because there's more emotion mm. into like Mike and Ike's Mike and or Ike. It's just Mike it's, and or Ike's is a funny. You way can't to do that with just candy coming out, mm. but Mike and Ike's just makes it funnier. Mm. You know. So That's there you exactly go. That's right. free. <clears throat> That's free comedy advice. But that but that is the thing that a lot of uh, a lot of Christian people are not prepared to do. And so I have been having, I, I wrote a book last year. Did you know that? Did you know I wrote a book? I don't know. Did I tell you that? I don't know if you did. Gosh. We don't talk anymore. It's been so long <laughs> since we've talked. John's yeah. got eight eight grandkids now. Wow. That's awesome. Eight. Thanks. I have eight nieces and nephews. <clears throat> about to be nine. So like we're the today. same. Really? So I'm actually better than you, John. I've how, are, how are nieces and nephews better than grandkids? I'm kidding. They're not. Kids these days. They kind of are. How how dare you? It's similar. You can play with them and you don't have to, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get all the good. Grandchildren. Yeah. It's Uh, almost better because you don't also have to raise your own kids to get them. mm -hmm. They just are there. You just get the joy that they bring. And see, that's the other thing. There's zero responsibility. That's the other thing that you do. When you are a funny person, comedy is about asking questions and then answering those questions. And so when you say, you know, well, I said, well, how is it better? And you immediately went to an answer. And that's what funny people do. Funny people answer a question. Whether you know the answer or not. No matter what, (laughs) even if you don't know the answer, but you will, no matter how ridiculous the question is, you will try to come up with a rational and, and reasonable answer for it. And that is what's out of balance. You've got this ridiculous question 
and then the attempt at a perfectly rational answer. <laughs> and it's funny. It, it, that's what yeah. people laugh at. Yeah. You know, yeah. the fact that we, we get so worked up uh, about if you go cotton back candy to, grapes. About grapes, right. You yeah. go back to the flavor of grapes, and it's, it's not right that they taste like something. Like it's other a moral than thing. Like a cotton candy right. grape is immoral. Mm. Right. Right. And that would be the position that you would take. And, and then mm-hmm. and then you would get into this fake argument. Mm-hmm. And. And then you like I probably wouldn't intervene if back. I saw a mugging go out in, in front of my front yard. <laughs> but cotton candy grapes, that's got to stop. Exactly. No, that's, we're not doing that anymore. Gotta put a stop. I'm not buying them. I'm not supporting them. I cancel cotton candy. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Dak Shepard. I'm joined by Minister Mouse, Monica Padman. Hi there. We have a really fun show. We want you guys to join. Uh, we talk to celebrities and professors and lawyers and doctors and very smart, interesting people. And we find out how messy their lives have been, how many twists and turns it took to get to where they're at, and a general exploration on the messiness of being a human being. And of course, Monica's, you'll get updates about her building project, love life, (laughs) you name it. So if you want to join us, please follow Armchair Expert to get new episodes every Monday and Thursday. Plus, find your other favorite podcasts free on Spotify. Any great. Hey, the holidays, yep, they're just around the corner. They really are. Now, are you looking for the perfect gift for your loved ones? I I know I am, and this past year has changed the way that we all connect with those we love and how so important it is to share moments with family and friends. Now, Skylight is the perfect gift for that. You may be saying, you know, I want to give a gift that's going to make grandma feel like she's right with us, you know, right here during the holidays. Now for a really special gift for the special people in your life, you've got to check out the Skylight Frame. Skylight Frame is a photo frame you can update instantly by email from anywhere. It's a great way to feel close to those you love even when you're separated. It's got a gorgeous 10-inch touchscreen and there's a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you don't love your Skylight, they offer you a full refund. Awesome, huh? So now, as a special offer, you can get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com and enter code TIM. That's right. To get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame, just go skylightframe.com and enter code TIM. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com, promo code TIM. You're a busy guy, so stop thinking about what to wear and just embrace the radically efficient Mack Weldon Daily Wear System. The Daily Wear System is a selection of clothes rooted in smart design, made with performance fabrics and built to work together from breathable t-shirts and polos to stylish button-ups and shorts, underwear, and beyond. Mack Weldon makes it easy for you to dress for work, leisure, and play, or wherever your life takes you. And remember, all the clothes are designed to work together. For the ultimate lazy Sunday, their Ace sweatshorts have modern tailoring and pair perfectly with their ultra-soft, ultra-upgraded Pima tees. For weekend travels both near and far, their silver net polo and radius shorts are the perfect high-tech, highly packable combo. Now buy some right now with the Mack Weldon Daily Wear System. For 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com slash Hawkins and enter promo code Hawkins. That's MacWeldon.com slash Hawkins, promo code Hawkins for 20% off. Mack Weldon, radically efficient wardrobe. So Heather and I were in Austin not long ago. We're at this really cool boutique store, one of those where you want to buy one of everything. And we look over on the shelf and there were some products from a company called Public Goods. We got excited. Honey, that's our stuff. 
Let me tell you about Public Goods. What a cool brand. Great quality, just well-made, environmentally sound products. I call it affordable sophistication. Public Goods is the one-stop shop for sustainable, high-quality, everyday essentials made from clean ingredients at an affordable price. Everything from their coffee to toilet paper, tree-free toilet paper, no less, Uh, shampoo, pet food. I love their candles. I love their dental floss and the ramen noodles are fantastic. What can I say? We are public goods people. Public goods is your new everything store thoughtfully designed for the conscious consumer. We've got this Airbnb going right now. We're going to stock it with public goods. It's going to be great. So join hundreds of thousands of others who have switched to their new everything store. Now, I've worked out an awesome deal just for my listeners. You receive $15 off your first public goods order with no minimum purchase. That's right. They are so confident that you will absolutely love their products. You will and come back again and again that they're going to give you $15 to spend on your first purchase. You have nothing to lose. Just go to publicgoods.com slash Hawkins or use code Hawkins at checkout. That is P-U-B-L-I-C G-O-O-D-S dot com forward slash Hawkins to receive $15 off your first order. Yeah. These are the sort of topics of conversations that come up among funny people all the time. You know, mm. you're constantly doing battle with each other about stuff that doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, we had a we had a conversation before I started my uh, my comedy class a couple of weeks ago. And one of the ladies in the class said, uh, my husband spreads his jelly with a spoon. (laughs) 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 When he's making a sandwich. You guys edit this podcast, right? What? Oh, I'm not. (laughs) No, I'm not. Editing nothing. Mm hmm. I ain't nothing. When he's making you just a had sandwich a long pause. with grape <laughs> jelly, right? He spreads it with the spoon, right? And is that okay? And of course, I said no. It's not okay. Why would you do that? Why would right. you? You would reach for a knife. Why would you not use a knife? There, let me just add this because who gives a rat what you spread jelly on? Exactly. Whatever with. Right. You could do it with a pen. I've done that. <laughs> you spread I've had nothing clean, so I'll grab a pen. <laughs> I've stirred my hot teas with pens or my coffees with, you know. With like ballpoint pens? Bad Ball, Ballpoint pens or my own finger mm-hmm. or. Mine own finger. Mine own finger. Mine own, <laughs> mine own digit. <laughs> the digits at the end of mine own arm. <laughs> I've used them to swell it. Right. Yeah. But, but the fact that it does not matter is why it's exactly the sort of thing that you need to engage in this debate about mm. because it's funny to debate it. It's tomfoolery. For and that. that's that's another thing It's that you you relate on that level of things being absurd yeah. and not making sense. Tomfoolery. Interesting. Like we so about, want things to make sense that will never make sense. Right. In it this bo- life. It bothers me that he spreads it with a spoon. Does yeah. it? Yeah, that's like that's like someone pouring milk in before the cereal. <laughs> you know what bothers mm. me if he spreads it with the scoop side of the spoon, not the back of the spoon. Because then you'll have some jelly bad. stuck in the oh, bowl that's, of the spoon bowl. That's a clumpy that Sammy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So what you're doing there is you're you're asking questions. Why does it? Why is it right or wrong? And then you answer those questions. Yeah. And 
and it leads you to other things like pouring milk into the bowl before. Does anybody do that? Do you know any human beings that pour milk? Where's the milk the before the cereal? No. <laughs> do you know anybody that does? No, that? I don't hang out. Let me ask you this: back to the peanut butter and the spoon. Like when you put a spoon, Jelly. a spoon that you've used for peanut butter into the dishwasher, I, how much of the peanut butter do you clean Ooh, off of the spoon oh, before no. you put it in? Wait, do you leave a little bit? Like, well, the, the, the dishwasher has to do something, right? I, <laughs> right. I'm like, I don't want the dishwasher the getting off yeah. easy on this peanut butter spoon. I challenge the dishwasher. Yeah. I'm like, he does. I do. I'm like, the you're supposed to loses. be. A, yeah, it does. <laughs> but like, I see how far Every it can time. go. <laughs> I see how far it can go. <laughs> Do you have like Roto Rooter on speed dial? I'd, yeah. I'll open up the clean dishwasher. There'll be like onions on everything. <laughs> <laughs> but horrifying. still, wait, okay, 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 though. What's the downside for me? I just have to wash it? Yeah. I'd but have to do that anyway. Washed. But it probably got a few onions out of the way to start. Yeah. Right. Hey, so, I, I like it. So like why it. you're trying to find that, well, yeah. that well, ceiling? Because then for the future, it's like... Can it decrust my bowl? No, <laughs> but I'll give it a shot. <laughs> but it could, it could loosen up the crust, so it makes it easier for me. To loosen clean. that Whoa. crust. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've got a crusty bowl, do you? Your bowl's crusty. Your bowl's got crust on it. Yes, me so can you loosen the crust? <laughs> On me ball. No, I've seen some crusty bones, but this is the most crusty I've ever seen. Crust, just the crust on me ball. Can you loosen it, please, dear sir? I know the best decruster around. Here's this number. <laughs> I don't have a dishwasher. There's also a floppy onion on my cup. On my crusty bowl. What is an <laughs> onion doing in my cup? On my crusty cup. <laughs> There's an onion stuck to my crusty cup. <laughs> Must get to the bottom of this. <laughs> crusty onion business on my cup. Oh, my. So then we argued about whether or not you're supposed to put peanut butter in the refrigerator or in the cupboard. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Cupboard. Well, cover, that's cover, the one. Cover, cover, I've cover, never cover. heard of the peanut butter. I've heard the butter. That was a big change for us because I grew up, butter's got to be in the fridge. Butter in the fridge. And then a long time we had the butter out of the fridge and it worked just fine. Mm-hmm. It does. But, but peanut butter, okay. This used to be my favorite snack. I'd have peanut butter, but it'd have to be not refrigerated. Mm. And then with chocolate chips that had to be in the freezer. Mm. And then you... Mm. Yeah, chocolate chips have dip. to be in the freezer. They and can't be out in the cupboard so like good. a... Lettuce. I feel like peanut butter, so peanut butter in the fridge would be a little too stiff. Like a little yeah. too... Well... I'll say this though, but almond butter because it has all the oil on the, the goop, top. You got like the natural yeah. peanut butter too. <laughs> you know, you're yeah. like stirring it up. That was good. You always get a drip on your shirt. <laughs> Crap! That's, that's oil. That's an oil stain. I might. I can't. Yeah. You can never wear it again. Yeah. yeah. Devastating. It's olive oil on me. Got me shot. Yeah. She's. Uh, so you see, we're exploring. Do you guys feel mm. like? Yeah, totally. It's it's all it is. <laughs> Oh, and then is. you get up on stage and you're just like, this is, this is all we do. I get up on stage. I'm like, so do you put the peanut butter in the cupboard or the fridge? <laughs> that's shit. That's get all it. you got to do. Yeah. That's all you got to do. You just do surveys. Where my like, fridge is at. <laughs> she's the best survey comedian I've ever seen. <laughs> all right. I, I have a checklist. All right. Next. Chocolate chips, cupboard or the freezer? <laughs> Raise your hands. No freezer? Yeah, look at that. Jelly, spoon or knife to spread it on the bread? <laughs> Where my spoons at? Where my spoons? Speaking of uh, like trivia or like taking polls or something, do you guys get like whenever you're taking a poll on Instagram or Twitter, 
and you get it right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like someone will list like four things of possible choices. You get it right. Does that, like, I always try and get it correct. And I'm like, very, very, like I take my time to pick those. Cause it makes me feel so good when I get, I select the correct when you're answer. correct. Yeah. Like I, I, I'll read the question just so it lights up green, not red. Do you know what I'm talking about? On and like stories and stuff. Like they'll just be like, guess how many meals I had today? One, two, three, four, five. Oh yeah. And then I wouldn't like, even. And I'm like, I try to get the right one. So I'm okay. not wrong. Is that, is that anything that you you're guys, just competitive? Probably. It's probably your, well, yeah, no, I do that for sure. Oh, cool. Do you? Yeah. Oh, you yeah. try to, you try to get it right. Yes. I want to get it right. Yeah. You know, See, that sounds some, like, yeah. There's some place overseas that just collects all of those answers that you gave and then figures out how to break into your bank account and drain it. <laughs> Honestly though. Yeah. <laughs> people complain about, you know, like tech companies, you know, knowing everything about me. Most of the time it's useful for me, you know? Cause like sometimes I'll be like, I do need new shoes and they send me ones that I do like. Right. And then it comes to my door in a day. So like sometimes it is, I know they're making money on me and I know they're probably going to steal it. But for right now it's. You don't mind. You I don't, don't. You don't mind that they know everything about you. I, they, I feel like they could anyway. So it doesn't really matter. They already yeah. do. They well, already like, do. So I have, just give into it. We have friends who, well, friends of friends like live in the middle of nowhere. They're very like, they think the government's out to get them. Mm-hmm. And then, and they have like nail slate. What are, what are those called? Like for a, their driveway. If like cops ever, or people ever come. So oh, their, really? Yeah. Their tires were like, they are like very all out. Yeah. Or like, like if the government yeah, spike strip, yeah. wanted wow. to get you, like they would, You'd already Nothing be gone. Would stop them. Already, you'd already like, be gone. Right. I think the government could figure out how to get over your yeah. six spike inch. Strips. Yeah, yes. yeah, spike strips. This is yeah. funny. I think I we know. might. We, I, I think a helicopter could probably <laughs> yeah, exactly. with guns on it. I don't know. I mean, I'm just spitballing it. Yeah, it's like okay. I don't want to. You know, don't don't think. quote me on this. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's no. hardcore. I think about that too. Like, how would you? Protect yourself, really. If they really you wouldn't. Want, like, you wouldn't. like these people who are going into the, the middle of nowhere, like n- n- if they want you, they're going to come. That's why you just like yeah. don't make yourself desirable yeah. to them. Yeah, that has always been. That's always been my uh, system. It's like, well, what are you going to do? If Big Brother's watching. It's like I'm not worried about Big Brother because it, I can't imagine a duller, more demoralizing job than watching John Brannion to yeah. see what he's up to. Yeah. It's like. Go yeah. for it. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I got so much dirt. Hey, we got a guy in Missouri that likes to look up Nutella recipes <laughs> yeah. at, at 3 o'clock in the morning. Seriously. Yeah, let's keep an eye on that guy. Right. Yeah. Let's, it's your job, Honestly, 24-7. open book. Go for it. <laughs> yeah, sit on him. You know, uh, you were talking about, like, surveys and stuff, like, mm-hmm. on Instagram. The ones that I... I hate, or when you go to like a baseball game, they're like, how many people in attendance? 42,103, yep. 41,907. <laughs> it's like, what? That's just spitballing. I hate that. But I do like where they put the, they have like three hats on the oh, big screen yeah. and they put the ball on oh, there. Yeah. That works. Yes, and you yes, got to yes. follow it. Yeah, that's fine. It hurts my eyes, but I love getting it yes. right. Or the or the helmets with different colors that go on a race right. around a yeah. track, and you have to figure out which one's going to win. Oh yeah, yeah, those are fun. Those yeah, are yeah, good. Yeah, fun. Super. Sometimes fun. more fun than watching the game. Everything's more fun than watching a game at that. Well, game, okay, at a baseball game. I it figured makes out, it more fun. No, well, okay, wait. It works together. I, like I get why old people listen on the radio while I watch the game because it's kind of boring without announcers sometimes. Like I went to a kind basketball of. game. I went yeah. to a basketball game, and I was like. This could be very confusing for someone that doesn't watch basketball. I get why there's so many announcers. It's like football would be hard to follow if you just went to the game. 
It's hard to follow. They, for they me, tried. Okay, one uh, years ago they did this. I'm going to say it was like 15 years ago. They did a NFL game on NBC television with no announcers. They tried it with no announcers. Probably flopped. Complete flop. Yeah. Complete flop. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, was be hard to be hard to know what's going on. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, you can see, but it's just that does add a lot. I think, uh, like hockey, you wouldn't really need <clears throat> announcers as much. Yeah, because it's just like. I don't know. His, like, his name is probably Povolchek or something. Yeah, and actually, like, Povolchek shoots the puck. He missed. And then <laughs> they're in a fight. It's not Povolchek with the puck now. Exactly. One or the other. This yeah. guy's from Canada. This guy's from Russia. Yeah. Here you go. So you think yeah. you think hockey is pretty much out there for everybody to see, and there's no questions to be answered. There's no, there's no details that are worth mentioning. No, because I still don't even understand, like, icing offs. I do, but, like, it doesn't really matter that much. They stop it. And then they get to do a face-off, and then they go again. It's so entertaining without the announcers, right? So you, as long as somebody knows the rules, you don't. You as don't long need as to it looks them. like they're doing something, yeah. yeah. Like you yeah. wouldn't need to listen to commentary I, to watch I, javelin. I don't know. I, 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 there he throws it again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so and now we're lands. on to another topic for yeah, comedy. Yeah. I, Color I, commentary for what? Yeah. Or what sporting events? <laughs> there's, there's, there you go. Yeah. I've been a javelin announcer for four years, and uh, the best one, the only one, the only one. Fwing! So, John, do you think there's ever a time that you think for a comic, it's time to no. wrap up? Hmm? It's time to just, like, you. the last quit? joke has been told. Do oh, you think? Man. Why? What are you, is you, this? Is this an intervention? Well, it's actually a segue into a bit that I came up with. Uh, oh. Some I actually produced something for the show. Did you comparing comics to musicians? Okay. Um, uh, something that has come to my attention that is really, really bugs me, and it's John Bon Jovi. Uh, do you know who John Bon Jovi is? I do. So someone, I, I, not I something. Is something, I and do, here's you. the thing: is that his, and this has happened with other artists, but. It's the voice, his voice is gone. And it's, I, I really like John Bon Jovi a lot. I like him as a person. I think he's, he's very honorable and very noble. He's a smart guy, nice guy, but his voice is gone, but he's still doing concerts. And I just don't think it's fair. It's like, and I'm going to play some, I'm going to play some uh, samples just to let you guys see. Some recently, see, from recent <clears throat> concerts. Yeah. Well, like, um, well, there's a member, Steve Perry for Journey. I do. Okay, here's a here's a clip from Steve Perry of Journey, and well, where is it? Like a recent clip. This is a this is an old one. This is Steve Perry at his top, and he's singing uh, "Open Arms" here. So let's see. Good, huh? Yeah. So that's that's Steve that's Perry, at the peak. That's live. He's singing like that, right? And then it just, you know, now I got like more of a. Sailed on together, we drifted on. 
You know what I'm saying? It's like keeps yeah. keeps yeah saying i mean he still has a great voice but listen to the difference and i was gonna say that's not the same key that's like a whole yeah. octave down yeah right right i mean it's just hard it's hard to you know to, to keep that like here's a stevie nicks here's stevie nicks who will listen to this is landslide back from 75 took my love i took it down Climbed a mountain and I turned around And I saw my reflection in snow-covered hills Till the landslide brought me down All Right, so that's in 75. Now this is her singing back. This is probably, I don't know, 2011 it looks like. Took my love and I took it down Climbed a mountain and I turned around But that works. It's still like good. It Do you like it better? Oh, yeah. my reflection nice. in the snow-covered hills To the last yeah, See, it's nice. lower, but it's still... I would pay to see that. Yeah. Right? Is this all a joke and these are all AIs? No, it's just talking about how, <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> these are real people. But it's like, <laughs> but they're still, they can carry a tune. Yes, it's lower key. <laughs> 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 did I did, the one you sent? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's called a callback, Luke. This that's is, uh, okay, here's another thing. example of somebody who <laughs> it's told, their, their voice is totally changed, is totally lower, but it's still, I would pay to see him. Here's Elton John back in 71. If I was a sculptor, but then again, no, or a man who makes potions in a traveling shoe, I know it's not much, but it's the best I can do. My gift is my song, yeah, and this one's for you. Pretty cool, huh? Pretty sweet. So good. That's when that so song first so came out. Good. Now, this is him in 2016, live in Hyde Park. It's a little bit funny. Isn't that, it's, it sounds like a different person. Like, it does. I'm not one of those who can easily hide. I don't have much money. Boy, if I did, I'd buy you a beer house where we both could live. Yeah. See, I'd pay yeah. money to that see still that. Works. That's still good. Oh, yeah, man. it's interesting. Yeah, they just have to go down a little bit. I like that. Was nice. You don't think Elton John should hang it up then? No. And you don't think that Steve? I, I think this is all leading up. up to something. I think, well, I'll let, I mean, we can talk about it. He's coming now, to John Bon Jovi. Some people. Yeah. They haven't lost anything. This is Tommy Shaw from a group called Sticks. Have you heard of Sticks? Mm -hmm. mm -mm. This is a song called <laughs> Fooling Yourself. Back in back in the 70s. See the world your you were trouble, I can tell. You got it Yeah. 
Yeah, and then that's Tommy Shaw. Now this is him with uh, it's a kids orchestra. That's just amazing. Same song, same key. Forty years later. cool like mm. he's still that's the same key yeah wow that's that's impressive to me it's very good that, that that's they so can, cool that they can do that but um i'll do one more this is tom petty free falling we saw him six months before he died tom petty and he, he didn't change a key on one song wow right. and he's he can sing pretty high never bad because i don't even miss her i'm a bad boy for breaking her heart pretty high yeah it is can you sing that high luke yeah i'm free i have to go up head voice yeah head voice free falling yeah yeah all that's that pretty close <laughs> now this is this is tom at the, the super bowl at the wrong time. <laughs> in 2008 probably you know 20 30 years not as strong but he's still hitting it that's awesome he's hitting that We saw that concert, Dang. and it was the one of the wow. best things I've ever seen. It's just some people That's can impressive. do it. Yeah. They're worth just as much now as they ever were, you know. Right. And then... Mm. Now give me some and then, Bon Jovi. And then, <laughs> and then <laughs> we've all been waiting for. And then we get... Well, first first I saw this, um, this video, and it's living on a prayer. Because, see, I think John Bon Jovi <clears throat> kind of sh shot himself in the foot when he made his you know, the big record, Slippery When Wet, when he was in, in the 80s. The songs were just screamers. It's like, how are you going to do that? Yeah, for your whole life. I mean, you could do when you're rested and ready to go and healthy in the studio. <sighs> it's different than when you're on tour. This is living on a prayer. This is the high note through the years. Okay, I'll walk. I'll walk. This is '86. That's '86. He's still hitting it. 95. Still getting it. 95. 2000. He's still hit it, but it's a little strainy there. That's 2000. This is 01. Imagine I'm missing the same song for 40 years. I know. That's 2002. Yeah, you can kind of see where he's trying to. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a little bit of that. You know, whereas before it was just totally, he was nailing it. So here we go. <laughs> when we get to 06, you're really going to know. This is, that's, that was 02. So here. This is 05 right here. 
I think this is the one. <laughs> Let's do that one again. Ready? Oh, this is 05. Wait, one more time. Yeah, there you go. That was not close. Here's 08. It wasn't bad, but it's still. It wasn't bad, yeah. You're 2010. I like the blog. Living the fun prayer. You can tell he needs to breathe more often. Yeah. That was a low. 2012. He just knows it's coming and he just dreads it. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, but now it's like he's still doing shows. He's, and he's still going. Well, he's using tracks now, and yeah, he got right. he got busted for it, where they're playing days. a track, and he would like pull away from it, but it's. Oh, oh, sorry about that. <laughs> Why did that happen? I don't know. I guess YouTube wanted to keep playing it, <laughs> but um. Oh, let me see if I can find it. Yeah. Let's just say Bon Jovi riffing on fans. Yeah. How yeah, old it's, is it's he? Sad. Heaven on a prayer. That's they should just have one of us just go out there for that note. Well, is it Tim Hawkins, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, everybody. Thank Good you, night. Tim. Good night. Get the <laughs> heck out of here. <laughs> no, I wanted to show you. I like you. that. Live it. Yeah, he's just so he's just so dreading it. I I understand. Have you guys ever heard uh, the Whitney Houston bad performance in Australia? No. Would you like to? Yes. Okay. This is Whitney in Australia. This is in front of thousands and thousands of people. Remember Mariah Carey on New Year's Eve? I was gonna say that one. Yeah. No. You want want me to pull it up? Yeah. died wow that was awful you didn't like that no i thought that it. was that was refreshing and will you will you pull up the mariah carey new year's eve one <laughs> sure i live and i spend late late nights watching fails. like fails like we like to famous see people, people fail, fail. <laughs> we like does that say burn. something about us it does this it does. great this amazing whatever this richest person in the world best <laughs> most talented person failing yeah it's like 
out of the 300 shows they do a year, we pick the bad yeah, one exactly. song that they do. Let me guess. Is it this one? Mariah Carey's awful performance on New Year's <gasps> no, Eve 2016? Yeah. yeah. That would probably be it. Let's try it. Okay. I love all these. We didn't have a check for this song, so we'll just say. No sound check. It went to number one, and that's what it is. Okay. We're missing some of this logo, but it is what it is. But I like the way. I'm gonna say, let the audience sing, okay? We didn't have a soundtrack for this New Year's, baby. That's okay, you guys. Oh, jeez. <laughs> these monitors on, please. She can't hear herself. Oh, I feel for her. Just Thanks, keep man. going. Yeah. yeah. Oh my uh, gosh. No. Tracks were on. Tracks Wait, were that was good. a track? Like they weren't, there wasn't like a band. Well, they had the, the whistle note in the track, it sounded right. like. Oh, no. Can you do the whistle note? <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard Hall and Oates? Uh-uh. Man Eater? Oh, I've, Wait, she's uh, a man ever? eater. This, this is the best rendition I've ever heard by Hall and Oates. Oh, is this a fail? I love it already. shreds have you seen those uh, music videos where they'll take the music oh. out and they'll put in oh sounds so like funny. drake hotline bling right no music and it'll just be like him dancing but it'll just like squeaking He'll on the like, floor he's yeah, it's that, so that's good. that's what YouTube is made for. Those, I'm my, th- that's those are my favorite. Yeah, of all, it's such a simple. It's kind of like bad lip reading. Yeah. I, I love bad those. lip reading. I love those. It's, oh my gosh, it's so good, so good. It just hits every time. Uh, looking for a city. Uh, looking for a city. Where will we'll we'll never, never die? die. We'll never die. So good. 
good. That's that'll be another uh, another show because we're just we're about wholly done. devoted to that. That's one. a classic. It is. So, uh, Johnny, thanks for making the trek, man. It was. It was uh, from Indiana. It was on my way. It was <laughs> to no. the top. <laughs> it's on my way to the top. Yeah. So, pitch your uh, tell people about your podcast one more time. Come that- to come and listen to my podcast. Uh, it's a comedian next door. JohnBrandy.com. Is that the only place you can find it, or can you go? No, you can find it on iTunes. Okay. Uh, But iTunes did some weird thing. I'm not sure what happened, but there's like two. There's a comedian next door, and then there's the comedian next door with John Branion. And the one that says with John Branion is the the active one. The other one is like the first four (laughs) episodes, and I don't know how to get it off of iTunes. That's unfortunate. Sad. Well, Libby, I was wondering, can you do like a a welcome rap for John as we... As a we, welcome or a goodbye? Uh, we, whether whatever you want, just kind of it's a, a little thank too late you. To infertility me. is ugly crying. Yeah, uh, infertility. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming. We out. <laughs> is that it, it, a good commercial enough? came on? All right, let's see. So just do whatever, just free flow for John, just for a second. All right, I free flow in my dreams. Uh, yeah. Uh. Does it drop ever? John Brannion, everybody. Yeah. Uh, John came all the way from Indiana. He's driving in a cool car and I said I'm in a Sienna. Uh, I drive a minivan because you know it fits my friends. But now I got to say goodbye to one of my friends. Goodbye, John. It's been fun. Yeah, we'll see you next time. I got to go on a run. Goodbye, John. I'll see you later and tell your friends that we don't like the haters. Uh, We out. Yeah. Not that funny.